damn it, detective cop. I know you shot this suspect, but you've got to save his life, or it'll be your badge. I didn't go to medical school for this. I just can't eat any more cheese. Yeah, that's right. You've got a two-headed cop on your hands. One's an expert surgeon and one's a grizzled cop. So much cheese. Why does the doctors... What? I'm confused. Which side is which? Could you clearly state which one is which? Uh, he's the doctor. Uh, I'm the cop. I, I also ate too much cheese because we share the same stomach. We're just trying he to ate it though. We're just trying I'm to accumulate just, mass. Yeah, I am not. I find this very annoying. We seem to be gaining weight from all the cheese this man is eating. It's not just the cheese, it's the cream. The sour cream. Doctor, is it wise to put on mass like this? When you're training the way we do it is. Training to Whatever. win it all. Yeah, we're trying to win it all. What? <laughs> Become a res- respected doctor and a respected cop. That's how you win it all. You're trying to win, like, a doctor award? No, we're winning a cool guy contest with the world. I think we're doing pretty good right now. You're taking on the whole world. That's right. And you're getting away with it, too. God damn it, if I'm not impressed. So you said some guy was dying or something? Yeah, uh, I know you shot him yourself, but you have to save his life. You took an oath. At least half of you did. I only took one oath. Me too. (laughs) Can't talk about it. Secret oath. And that will be the title of that show, Secret Oath. <laughs> Hopefully, by the series finale, you would find out what it is. Welcome to... Or no, by the series finale, it you wouldn't find out what it is, and everyone would stop watching. And then the nice. third season would be on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this is Pitching Tense, and we are Sean Lemmy. John Otney. Colin Westman. And Matt Carstens. And TV is coming back, you guys. I think New Girl is already back. My roommates watched it today, and I realized that it takes place in Portland, and I threw up in my mouth. <laughs> it, it, it does not take place in Portland, actually. It does not? Actually. No, it takes me. place in L.A., That's what but I thought. Zooey Deschanel's character is from Portland. Oh, God, that's even... It's so, might as I'm well. guessing that burns pretty badly. Yeah, it burns pretty badly. <laughs> Even though you're not from Portland. It's, so it has nothing to do with me, Colin. It's, it's principle of the matter, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like... Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about the other characters, though? I mean, for, of the two episodes I watched? Uh, sure. <laughs> the Prince one and the pilot? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wait, you didn't watch the episode that aired? Oh, no. It was lunch, and I was like, I'm going back to work. I'd rather work than watch this. <laughs> okay. I've not seen it yet, even though I like that show. 
Apparently there's a some sort of uh, orgy plot. My one roommate said it was pretty good. Okay. I'd look forward to that. We're going to have a little orgy of our own. An orgy of ideas. <laughs> um, this week as we pitch our ideas for uh, for I guess just network TV shows I mean if everyone else is, is getting a shot I mean we're excited about the shows that we like coming back but for a lot of people this is the time when their their precious babies are sent out into the world to to try to find an audience and probably fail I don't know what the failure rate is on new shows but I imagine it's pretty high especially for the main networks um but we're going to take a stab at it anyway. Throw out some ideas that uh, maybe if the right person is listening, they can make a little hit show of their own. Uh, who wants to go first? Matt. Okay, I'll go first. That's <laughs> not a very open-ended question. <laughs> who wants to go first? Um, so I'm just going to throw the title out there, and I'm pretty sure y'all... I'll be able to, to guess what it what it is and what kind of show it is, and just know that the premiere is four hours long. <laughs> uh, in one night or for four? One days? night. Starts it, star, okay. star, preempts the five o'clock news. That's heavy stuff, man. It's called the biggest winner. Okay. <laughs> is this a reality show? Yes. Okay. Is it hosted by Charlie Sheen? No, it's hosted by Rick Moranis. No. Oh. <laughs> as okay. pr- as promised, pre-recording. Why don't you tell us about it? Well, <laughs> no, keep, keep keep guessing. You're on. Well, from the title, I guess <laughs> it's a show about people gaining weight. Hell yeah! It's just like The Biggest Loser, but it's these people are trying to get as fast as they can. Why do people want to gain weight? To win money. Um, are these, like, what's the demographic? Are you, are these, are you taking a bunch of, like, really, really skinny people and plumping them up, or are you taking the morbidly obese and seeing how far God will let you go? Uh, I don't think that would be fair. Because, I mean, the point of this is, like, for, you know, like, average kind of fat Americans to feel good about themselves by watching, like... Skinny people get fat, I think. Or, like, really fit people just, like, get super fat. Like, I feel, yeah, like, I feel like a lot of America would enjoy watching that. So we're talking, like, model-type people? I mean, it just, I think they could be regular regular dudes. Regular men and women. Regular dudes, but, like, supermodel women, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Maybe that comes from the executive notes. But yeah, I mean, just, I don't think people want to watch supermodels get really fat, do they? Um, well, based on the current trend I'm seeing in reality TV, they just want to see people be naked. So could could this be a naked eating contest show? Well, it'll be definitely be the first uh, naked eating contest show with full penetration. <laughs> do they have to wear the clothes they start with for the whole time? <laughs> yes, please. What exactly did you mean by full penetration? (laughs) 
I think you know exactly what I mean. I'm hoping you just mean like penetration of food into mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. First time. Do these people have inspirational stories like I'm Biggest Loser? See, no, they're just really successful. And they, uh, you know, the joy is for you to get to watch their lives fall apart. <laughs> but they get money if they win. Yeah, yeah. But I guess everyone else's life. Well, everyone else's life falls apart. Yeah, but like you know how at the end of the Biggest Loser, they like check in on them like down the road to see like if they've kept up their progress. Mm-hmm. You have to do that too in order to get like the second half of the money. You have to make you have sure to that you're still getting fat, so that you just at least maintained your your four bills. Okay, so to gain weight, like how do they go about? Do they have like games. Like, like eating contests, eating contests, <laughs> ranch dressing hoses, <laughs> ball pits, but S- meatballs, S- just sedentary competitions, like a motorized scooter race. Yeah, and it's like what are those races where you keep passing a baton? Like relays, relays. Yeah, except yeah, like each person that like stops at, like a little table where there's like a bunch of food and they have to eat it, and then the next person gets on the scooter and they have to go to the next table. Yeah, there you go. So, if I recall, Biggest Loser, they have uh, trainers. Does, do these people have trainers helping them gain weight? <laughs> I guess. Or does it just have like eating experts? Yeah, like that like Ko- Kobayashi, Kobayashi guy, <laughs> Joey guy Fieri. Yeah, Guy, Guy Fieri. Fieri. <laughs> would Guy Fieri host it? I guess he'd have to. Yes, he would have to. <laughs> no one else could host the show. <laughs> Sorry, Rick. Yeah, that's basically it. It's pretty simple. Why does it have penetration? Uh, penetration? <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's no penetration. <laughs> uh, that, that was conf- okay. I'm confused. What you get for winning the games? Do you get more food? No. <laughs> Winning the like each individual game. Like if yeah, if my if my team does really well in the uh, buffet relay, <laughs> do do we like do we like get a bunch of like super fatty foods while the other teams like have to eat a bunch of like vegetables and still like try to gain weight on that uh, or what? That's a good they have idea. to work like, out. All they get is like celery or something. <laughs> and they have to run up a gentle slope. <laughs> All the winners just get donuts. Yeah. God, people are going to get so sick. <laughs> What's great about that is the best part of Biggest Loser is early on the people who can't stop throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> so this show, that'll be consistent throughout the entire season. <laughs> might actually ramp up as things go on. It might actually ramp up because like, I'm so full. <laughs> I keep eating. <laughs> I, I mean, I you don't think they'll get used to it. I mean, some will. It depends on if they want to up their game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, but I, I do like the idea of uh, people like destroying themselves, <laughs> and then us being amused by it. Especially if there are some people that are like, "Oh, this, this this beautiful person," and then not to say that a fat person is beautiful, but you know. Also, they should be like assholes, right? Oh yeah, they just, should have bad personalities. Yeah. yeah, they're like. Like slick businessmen that yeah. fuck over everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> slick businessmen who fuck over everyone don't need money. <laughs> yeah, but it's a, probably a huge prize. Maybe like disgraced. 
white collar criminals. Okay. <laughs> they need money. Because I like then that they have to like eat like fast food too, and like, oh, this is yeah. So the cool. prize is like one billion dollars. Holy shit! <laughs> <for the guy. laughs> It's you are right. You could get anyone with a billion dollar prize. Exactly. <laughs> it's got to be enough to be like, because these people might, you know, be well off or whatever. But it's got to be enough to be like a substantial <laughs> to make to make them one of the richest people in the world. Yeah. So wait, you said earlier that there was a waiting period for them to get like their money. Well, they'll get like a some of the money, but then they have to wait like six months and like maintain their lifestyle. So if they complete it and then use some of the money on liposuction, they're not going to give them the rest of the money. No. What? How much do they give them in the first half? Five hundred million dollars. <laughs> Still pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they'll take it away. They'll take it away if they if they lose too much weight. Yeah. And then if they get liposuction, they'll have to reinsert the fat. Why would they get liposuction? They know the deal. Yeah, well, maybe they're just like, I don't need that much. I only want part of it, and I don't want to be, you know, immobile for the rest of my life. So I'm going to get liposuction, but then they're like, hey, that's not, you know, we don't allow that. <laughs> they got to put it back in. Getting a little gross there, I'm just saying. Put it back in. <laughs> I don't know what that means exactly. Reverse liposuction. Ugh. A lot of hoses. Okay. Uh, like how fat? How fat? Yeah. Well, it's just as fat as you can go. Well, how Without long do they have to go it. as fat as you can go? <laughs> I don't know. Like, how long is this? I guess it would start in, like, September, end in July. That should be substantially longer. No breaks. Uh, every week, every week two-hour episode. I don't know if reality shows go that long. Well, though, this has they? to because they got to give it time. <laughs> because for a billion dollars, the network has to make their money's worth. Yeah, exactly. show. <laughs> They're putting everything on the line. So the season is like six years long. Right? <laughs> is it? That's too long. Mm, just, just one a season. billion dollars is a lot of money. <laughs> We'll get tons of celebrity guests on it. Yeah. And then, can't you wait till celebrity biggest winner? <laughs> I think there will be celebrities in the in the regular show. For a billion bucks, somebody throws hat in. Some athlete who's destitute now. <laughs> Ray Rice. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Wouldn't you just love to see Ray Rice? Lose a battle with a pie. <laughs> Yes. Sure. What about Justin Guarini? <laughs> That'd be too sad. Who's that? He's <laughs> the guy that got second place on the first season American of American Idol. Idol. <laughs> Why do I? He seems like a nice guy. I don't want him to ruin his life more than it's already ruined. You need. It's not more about needing the money. Yeah, I guess. Nobody needs a billion dollars. <laughs> He's two billion dollars in debt. <laughs> From Justin to Kelly, really, really bombed. They made him pay for everything. <laughs> From Justin to bankrupt. 
Okay. Well, I think this has run its course. Okay. Unlike the contestants in the show. <laughs> it's mobile scooter. <laughs> what was it called again? The biggest winner? Yeah. Not the biggest gainer? Well, it's just got to be the opposite of the biggest loser. Gain would be the opposite of lose. Yeah. Well. I think biggest gainer. No. That's not as funny. <laughs> it's it's true. I guess you could say the biggest winner refers to the cash payout, not the actual <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> content. So it's it it's less insulting, even than the biggest loser. Mm-hmm. I feel like the biggest loser is playing words on lose is a bad thing, but it's actually a good thing. And this is just the opposite. <laughs> you're winning, but you're not winning. But you're mm-hmm. really winning. A lot going on. A there. lot of money. <laughs> How many people at the at the beginning of the show are in this contest? Forty. Forty? That's not that many, I don't think. Seems, that seems like a pretty reasonable number. Seems like a lot. But like every episode, they interview like everyone for like fifteen minutes. Because shouldn't there be tryouts or something like there's on American Idol? <laughs> like America gets to decide. You're who going they to. See. What's Gain the, weight. Fat, what's the fattest town in America? Isn't that Huntington, West Virginia? <laughs> Is it? Fat city? Wow. You're going to sure, I'm sure it's somewhere in Texas. Well, it's in the south. West Virginia is not in the south, is it? It's close. <laughs> it's on the border. I, yeah, I think we... I think we uh, gotten past the point. Yeah. Now I right. went to geography. <laughs> Alright, I'll go just because I don't really have an idea. <laughs> okay. I'm basically stealing something you already talked about before. Um, I remember a handful of years ago, me and Sean were working on like a sketch, and it was about a blind detective, and I've always loved that idea, so I would love to see that as a police procedural. It's called Shades. It's about a blind detective... I believe his name is William Sade, and uh, <laughs> he's blind, but he can solve crimes by he touches someone, and then he can see the last thing they saw before they died, kind of like in Wild Wild West. <laughs> and I guess he has to have a like a seeing eye assistant or a dog. <laughs> Depends. On, you could go multiple directions with that. And he's kind of like House too, because he's like an asshole and. He probably plays, like, piano or drums or something. He's got to go back to his space and um, jam out and just, just fucking rock. Maybe he's got a band on the side. Oh, yeah. And uh, the way he lost his sight is I'm not sure when, either when he was, like, maybe let's say when he was a child, some guy uh, killed his parents. And I don't know how, but somehow he ended up blind in this incident. I don't know, maybe he just slipped and hit his head. <laughs> that I guess that makes you blind. And he couldn't see the guy, but he has he had these boots with spurs on it and he could hear like the spurs. So he knows the man who killed his parents is the man who wears the spurs. So he's always cowboy. <laughs> he's just wearing spurs. Isn't he's a cowboy? He could be a cowboy. Have a cowboy supervillain. <laughs> Ride my motorcycle with my spurs. And also that. he's continued wearing spurs for the next 30 years. Well, the thing is, is maybe he takes the spurs and he, like, 
he lifts his leg and then he slits people's throats with the spurs <laughs> of his shoes. Okay. And so William Sade is always uh, he's trying to find that guy, but it's hard to find someone when you're blind. So he's just just kind of on the back of his mind, something to kind of look out for. Um, that's all I have so far. I mean, obviously it needs some more developed characters and a cast. I don't even know how old Shades should be. Are we thinking like Hugh Laurie age, like 50s or maybe 40s? Uh, I think 40 sounds good to me. And then the question is, do you bring in a TV veteran or do you bring in an actor who's like, you know, I'm going to try TV. Because <laughs> movies won't have me anymore. <laughs> so that kind of person, like a Christian Slater or something. <laughs> Uh, has already get, tried. Please don't get Christian Slater for this project. <laughs> and a lot of it, you know, adequately sabotage it. Yeah. Oh, and it's funny too. Like he's always running into stuff. Wait, is it a comedy or is that? Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's just like it? it's like accidentally. <laughs> Like you laugh, but you kind of feel bad at you just laugh. What do you mean accidentally? Like the show is is sincerely trying to show like how challenging his life is, but it just comes off as really funny. <laughs> sure. I just don't know. I mean, I feel like it'd be easy to just make him like a Clint Eastwood type, like really grizzled. I feel like he shouldn't be like that much of a jerk or that much of a badass cop, but he's definitely pretty serious and he definitely loves to rock maybe if you got a musician to play him <laughs> like Bon Jovi hmm. Tommy Lee I'm Jones. open to suggestion Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> movies won't have him anymore I feel like he usually, he usually gets quite a bit of work also he's he like 80 years old <laughs> I can't see <laughs> I don't think he'll ever say that. But I don't care. I don't care. I feel like he'd be more inclined to play the bad guy if he was in it. The cowboy. The old cowboy. You never see him, though. I feel like he's got a... Doesn't he have a western movie coming out soon? Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Maybe the cowboy should be played by a country star. That guy from those Pizza Hut commercials? (laughs) Blake Shelton? (laughs) I don't even know who that guy is. It's on the voice. I guess he could be involved. Are you saying he should be the star or he should be the cowboy? The cowboy. The cowboy. I say Blake Shelton is the evil villain. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch that. No, you won't. <laughs> I still need a detective, though. I still need... I still need someone to play Shades. You know, it's got to be... You hear that name and you're like, ooh... Let's watch this. How about that guy from Just Shoot Me? The bald guy. Not <laughs> quite sure who you're talking about. I know exactly. He's, he's in Galaxy Quest. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what's that guy's name? Not he's that Mathazar guy. Mathazar in, in Galaxy Quest. I think he's in that new um, show with that... I've been seeing a bunch of promos for it with that girl from uh, Will and Grace, maybe. She's like a cop mom. Um, yeah. The actor yeah. we are talking about is Enrico Colantoni. Wow. 
It's yeah, not him. than you're expecting, right? <laughs> yeah. For a bald white guy. Yeah, is that <laughs> Spanish for bald white guy? <laughs> <laughs> he is from Toronto. He can be in it. He can be his best friend. He can be his best friend who is in his band. Just give him a chance. No! <laughs> give him a wig and a chance. No, he's his buddy who ah. plays like bass. Watson. He's his, yeah, he's his buddy. He's his, is, are you saying he's like Watson or are you saying he's with Watson? His name's <laughs> Baston. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing ever. Okay, Baston. <laughs> he like comes along sometimes and always brings his bass, I guess. And then the mm-hmm. cops are always like, "What is your friend doing here? He's not allowed to be here. This is a police investigation." <laughs> He's like, "But he brought his bass." He's like, doom, 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 doom. So I was trying to think of who could play shades, like Dennis Quaid or something. I need something interesting. Someone interesting. Come on, you guys know lots of actors? Yeah, but that are interesting? <laughs> <laughs> so far, our only suggestion only was that guy, bald guy from Just Shoot Me. <laughs> you know, you There's a white say, guy in his 40s? He doesn't have to be white. He can be anything. He can be anything? He just has to be blind. It just has to be someone that will occasionally lose their dignity and y- you laugh at it, and it, but you feel bad. Um, I'm just thinking bald white guys because I just watched that Curb episode where the, the guy from Frasier like, makes them help put his department together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That guy could be pretty good. He's got a lot of experience, you know? I don't know who you're talking about. Anyone know who I'm talking about? <laughs> no. He's the... He's, uh... What's his name on Frasier? He's like the pathetic guy, the trekky guy that's in love with rocks. Yeah, I know. But... Yeah, he's in Curb, and he plays a blind guy, and he's like... Makes Richard Lewis and Larry, like... Fix his whole apartment. And then he turns out to be the uh, the accompanist for him and Ben Stiller later. But I digress. That's good to know. Yeah, he's perfect. <laughs> I don't think he is. You guys just don't know talent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, not any closer. <laughs> hey, at least I'm trying. I don't hear anyone else. I appreciate that, yeah. I have no suggestions from anyone else yet. How would you feel about getting Lance Reddick in this? I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> Who's that? Because he's pretty serious. He's hella serious. He's so serious. To, see him, like, serious. to see him say something really serious and then accidentally walk into a pole. God damn it, I walked into this pole again. <laughs> And plus, I feel like he's pretty tall, and Blake Shelton's pretty tall, so. Yeah, they're going to make that bald guy feel very inadequate. How do you know, how do you know he's short? <laughs> I, no, I Lance Reddick's I, a great choice. 
Yeah, that's pretty good. And I originally had him having a seeing eye friend, but I guess that could just be based in... <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a dog. <laughs> no, he's got a human. <laughs> But Basin basically acts like a dog. <laughs> he's like super slob. <laughs> but he's so good at bass. He's so good at bass. <laughs> he never showers. <laughs> he always says he's going to help him uh, track down the man with the spurs, but he's never really looked into it. <laughs> but he says he does. He's like, yeah, I'll look him up on Facebook. <laughs> it works because as a blind man he wouldn't like really understand what Facebook is like right mm-hmm. exactly is that some See, sort of criminal <laughs> database website well I mean he would understand the concept but everyone's always just like everyone's on Facebook like he doesn't quite get this he's like dumb. everyone <laughs> and then the wheels start turning in his head alright that sounds pretty good there's lots of humor and drama there mm-hmm. I think that's good enough considering how much time we spent talking about bald men <laughs> <laughs> I'm satisfied we can move ahead okay um, mine is pretty stupid which is also why I'm afraid maybe it's already been made into a show <laughs> <laughs> but I guess from what the commercials have told me, apparently this season is the season of the badass lady cop. So I guess, yeah, this would star, if it would also be a procedural, I guess, although maybe we could change it. Uh, But it would be a procedural about a badass lady cop who's uh, hunting down a uh, serial killer. And at some point... Uh, we realize that the cop has split personality and the serial killer she's chasing is her. Ooh. Well, that's troubling. (laughs) When you say at some point, how early is this point? I haven't decided. I think maybe it would be best if it happened, like, at the end of the first season. Not the end of the pilot, the end of the first season. Well, yeah. Because I feel like that makes it just, like, too hard to work out the logistics of it. If it happens at the f- in the first episode, we have to deal with it in, for the entire run of the show. I feel like that's that a, a pretty sweet twist, though, at the end of a pilot. Yeah, but pretty I, enticing. But I feel like that's a big risk for a network to, like, h- how can you guarantee me this show will last till the end of the first season? <laughs> Well, you gotta just assume it. it'll be strong enough. It'll, I'm guessing the show will be a somewhat cerebral thriller-style cop procedural anyway. So it won't completely come out of nowhere. Right? That'll be like hints. Yeah. Like, maybe... Then, like, well, weird shit'll happen. Like, yeah, I think you would have to hint that she has, like, some sort of mental illness or something. And then, uh... I feel like, I guess the one idea I had was that uh, the murders are, like, super, like, feminist and, like, the serial killer kills dudes that have obviously, like, been super terrible to women. 
and as the season goes on, she like starts to like agree with what the murderer is doing and starting to like side with her. Oh. And then she eventually figures out why. <laughs> so, um, I guess at the finale, is she finding out that this personality exists or the personality is like merging together? Um, I mean, I didn't think about this much mm-hmm. in advance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now's your chance. Mm-hmm. What do you mean merging exactly? <laughs> like she stops having split personalities basically and becomes just this one person who is both cop and killer. Fully embracing both sides. <laughs> uh, so then it's basically Dexter. That's yeah. Basically Dexter. That's basically Dexter. Except the key difference, instead of her trying to outsmart all of her co-workers um, by leading them to other serial killers, she's literally the, the only person on her own case. So she just has to keep coming up with excuses every week, I guess. <laughs> what she's been doing. Yeah, that's not very exciting. So maybe well, at the I, end I feel- she does just embrace the serial killer aspect. What are you going to say? Well, I guess the thing is, if she's aware of the serial killer side of herself and the personalities don't merge, then I guess the show is about her trying to control herself and like no. not let the other personality take control. And then she still has to like make it so she doesn't get arrested. Does she have a family? But she, she'd be conflicted. Does she have a hilarious family? Does she have a bunch of bald men in her family? <laughs> her family uh, life is basically grounded for life. <laughs> sure. So it's like, is it one of those half sitcoms, <laughs> half like hardcore procedural police dramas? I don't remember grounded for life very well. What is the situation uh, there? Wait, am I thinking of the wrong? What am I... What's Grounded for Life? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just asked you. Is is that the Donald Logue show or the Michael Rappaport show? Uh, That was the one that starred Donald Logue. Yeah, that was a great show. And it had uh, Kevin Corrigan also. Hell yeah. Uncle Eddie. Yeah. That was just like... They were like a, you know, lower middle class, Irish Catholic family. All right. Yeah, sure. Like, it takes place in Boston. Yeah. So a bunch of quirky, like, fat white dudes. Yeah. Sitting around. At home. Uh, I mean, is it taking the letters for you? Or letters for... What was it called? Letters for two. Letters for two. Is it taking that approach with the... Um... The harsh tonal shift. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess it's just that this plot is already like fairly complex. I feel like you got to fit the family members into it somehow. Okay. Um, maybe they've always known. 
Oh. Even before she knew? <laughs> yeah, of course, before she knew. They've been, like, covering up for her. That's a good angle. Is John just uh, never coming back? John's I, never coming back. I guess I could try and add him again. John? Yeah. Oh, hey. Are we still going? Yeah, Yeah, we're yeah. still going. We're still on there. Where are we at? Um, Should I so give him a recap? Yeah, why don't you give him a recap? <laughs> so, it's like hardcore lady cop drama slash hilarious. I don't know if Collins agreed with this, but it's like basically Grounded for Life. It's basically Grounded for Life and Dexter. All you need to know. This is a horrible way to explain this show. <laughs> she has you, you. You heard the part where she has the split personality, right? Mm-hmm. And she, like she's the murderer that she's been hunting as a cop. Um. So what we've added to that is that she has a Donald Logue esque family. <laughs> that, just just uh, a bunch of slobs. <laughs> that um. Bald white men. But aside from being hilarious. Like, also secretly have always known she has this evil personality, and I'm trying to cover up that part of her. That's it? It took us a while to get there, John. It goes a little slack. What other directions did you go in? Well, what if... I think the other one we talked about was if, like, the personalities merged. And she just became Dexter. How long has she been chasing this other personality, and was there an inciting incident that led to her having another personality? Um, like, are we talking about this in the past? I just wonder why she's like how long she's been chasing this other persona, and like why she doesn't know. Like, when did she? Was there something? Was there a reason she had says a split personality? Just for lulls. <laughs> Something tragic happened. There's lots of directions you could take that. Yeah. I, I guess we could do that, like something tragic that happened later in life. But it, it or maybe happen, recently. Yeah, it had to have happened. Like, because she wasn't killing in, people her whole life. Yeah. That'd be too maybe like much. Is she a veteran cop or is she a? Like a new detective. Maybe just promoted to detective. And this is like her first case. But along with the case, something happened. There was something happened like right before the case. You know, and she murdered... She started the case because she killed someone. Like her mom died or something. She murdered her Or mom. aliens. Or she she had like her. a mean twin sister that died and now she's like pretending to like be her murderous twin sister but she doesn't know <laughs> you lost me <laughs> I'm just saying like she knew someone in the past who was like had violent tendencies and then unknowingly became that person after that person died just a lot there I'm just saying yeah that's heavy man <laughs> Don't remember we got down. But what do you think it's funny, too? It's funny, too. <laughs> yeah, so the sources of humor, obviously, we've got the, the family. But also, uh, there's also, if you're watching any of these cop shows, they've got the 
team of techno nerds back at the base <laughs> that they can go hang out with, order Subway sandwiches and stuff with them. That 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 can be fun, you know, when they're talking about got to hack into his Ethernet with our dial-up mm-hmm. diodes. Get like uh, Clark Duke in there. Sure, he's probably not doing too much. Uh-uh. Not gonna be a kick-ass three. I was trying to look up if there's any other shows or movies that already did this idea, mm. and the closest I could get was a Christian Slater show <laughs> that I remember from like the mid two thousands, where he was like a secret assassin, but then also just like family guy. Um, <laughs> not that similar though, because he's not chasing himself. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember I was I saw a movie, um, in a couple of years ago, it, it, but it's it's from like 2006 called High Tension, and it's a slasher movie where someone's being pursued, but then they're per- they find out that they're like it's themselves or something. It makes no sense. It's not very good, but uh, I think you're in the clear for concept. Have you guys discussed cast? Is that important? Donald Logue. Is sure. he busy with with Gotham? It'll get canceled. I mean, Wayne Knight did two shows at the same time. What, there's got to be some other doughy doofus who could... Like, what? what's Frank Caliendo doing? <laughs> yes. So is he just doing impressions the whole time? That's like his dream. Like, the mom's supporting the family, but Frank Caliendo's trying to become a, like a personator or a stand-up comedian. Uh, this, and he does impressions. This hits way too close to home. He'll just be doing, like, Fox NFL what do you mean impressions. What do too close to home? I just mean like to like mirror mirroring reality too much. <laughs> you think he just sits a hobo load right what about, now with his face? What's that guy's name? Mark Addy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Mark Addy. Yeah. I feel like he'd be pretty good. We're, we're getting a murderous row of fat guys here. <laughs> I feel like Mark Addy's already played that kind of character. I want I want to see Frank Killian. He just sprinkles in. He doesn't have to be an impressionist, but he sprinkles in the impressions every <laughs> once in a while. No, I mean, I I thought they could both be on it. Like, okay, who's Mark Addy play then? Like the uncle that lives with them. Mm-hmm. So there's two fat guys in the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's basically grounded for life. Remember? How about like an older fat guy now? An older fat guy like George Went. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <He's> pretty old. <laughs> I feel like he's a little nicer though. Like he'll he'll help the detective with the case. Sometimes like he'll he'll come up with an inspired idea. Like he does most of the work of covering up her murders. Yeah. Maybe he's like her her dad. Sure. Have we cast the detective detective yet? Nope. We should probably go with like a TV veteran. What about Lauren Graham from Gilmore Girls? What's she been up to? Oh, she's on Parenthood. Is she on Parenthood? How about like a <laughs> somebody was nominated for Best Supporting Actress in the past, but hasn't ah. done much since. That's good. Who could that Let's be? See. Yeah, I'm looking up the list now. Yeah, me too. Well, you got. Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> she hasn't done anything in a Maybe. while. Maybe. Yeah, she hasn't done much. What about Renee Zellweger? Swank. <laughs> that could work. 
plays cops sometimes. Yeah. There you go. Larry Swank, George Wayne is your dad. And Frank Caliendo. <laughs> I'd watch it. No, you wouldn't. I wouldn't? Why wouldn't I watch it? I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to judge him so harshly when his watching happens? This just sounds like the worst show. <laughs> it sounds hilarious. <laughs> but it's not supposed to be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, we could turn it into a. Comedy. I mean, I feel like that's just one of these genres that we're creating. These accidentally h- hilarious, accidental comedies. <laughs> oh, it's great. Is the sitcom Is... aspect film like multi-camera? <laughs> Like it switches, or is it all both camera? Well, yeah, it was one of the things we described. It had uh, like a uh, letters for two extreme tonal shift quality. That's what Sean said. Mm-hmm. That'd be he interesting. Didn't, he didn't say that extreme. Direct quote: extreme tonal shift. Okay, fine. The scenes in the house with the family are in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> And all the cop scenes are, like, super dramatic with, like, really dark lighting. Music. Super gritty. So you don't have, like, an audience going, ooh. No, it's silent. (laughs) Okay. And really dramatic orchestral music. Neat. Yep. All right. uh, Any idea for a title? Uh, Has The Killer in Me been the title of something yet? (laughs) Yeah, but that gives it away. If, or did we agree that the twist is at the end of the first season or the first episode? Uh, how about the fir- how about at the end of the first episode we find out the audience that she's the uh, serial killer, but she doesn't find out until the end of the first season. Okay. And there's a movie called The Killer Inside Me. You can just call it Split. There you go. That sounds like a TV show. That's good. Is her last name Split? (laughs) Tracy Split. Tracy Split. It's always good. Uh, That's Detective Tracy Split to you. (laughs) Oh, man, I should have pitched Badge. You know what I'm saying, Colin? Uh, Yeah. My idea for a cop show where James Badge Dale plays a guy named Badge. It's too perfect. Another time. Mm-hmm. Guess we can move on. Yeah, uh, so mine is a uh, sitcom. Um, basically, the concept is where this uh, beautiful young man falls in love with this perfect woman. And uh, they decide to get married. And... Um, everything's going well and they decide it's time to uh, kind of settle down a little bit and so they decide to move back to her hometown where they find out that her mom is the mayor and she is not about her son-in-law at all and so she abuses her uh, powers to make his life more difficult and is called a mayor of the bride what town is it? 
It's just like a small town. Somewhere where you could imagine America getting away with, like, hijinks. Chernobyl? Chernobyl? Uh, no, probably not there. Uh, I was thinking more Heartland America than... So no freaks. Uh, Maybe well, there's, I, been freaks. Like ra- <laughs> there's been, just like, radiation freaks. testing sites, like, not too far off from the town. So it's got, so like, like, a couple freaks. So like the so like the southwest, yeah, sure, yeah. like Nevada. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, the sitcom to needs it. to have some freaks in it, but <laughs> not a ton. It's not. Well, the guy could have hand. some helpful freak friends. They're just like three of them. <laughs> <laughs> they hate the mayor too because the mayor doesn't acknowledge their freak rights. But it's complex because you know. She's still his mother-in-law. She's still family. They got to get along. At least for all the... It lines up perfectly. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween. Well, not Halloween, but... (laughs) Thanksgiving, Christmas. Those are are some important episodes of any TV show's first season. And they're just great for family drama. Or family comedy. So, why not Halloween? I don't think Halloween's really a family holiday. <laughs> yeah, but the freaks. But the freaks. Yeah, that'll yes, be a the, big episode for the freaks. That'll be a huge. Well, it'll be like episode. a like a, one of those episodes where it's just like the minor characters. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We'll see how the other half lives. Yeah. So you you said the mayor used her power to mm-hmm. uh, make this guy's life difficult. What kind of stuff like? Like making laws, yeah. Like making the law that you have to like kick punch him, him in the, the butt, kick him in the butt, punch him yeah. in the butt, punch him in the butt. How embarrassing! <laughs> How embarrassing! Gotta like bend down. That could be good. Like maybe not every episode, but most episodes, there could be like a new law. Yeah, those could be the title of the episode, like statute four one one. Statute, yeah. <laughs> Gotta. You're not allowed to sit down at seats when you're in restaurants. Just this one guy, though. So most of these laws just apply to this guy? Just apply to this one guy. Do mayors really have that like, authority? <laughs> they do in a weird fringe freak town like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Out in the desert? She's the only one who keep the freaks in check, so <laughs> they let her get away with that if she wants. So did this town used to be overrun by freaks in the past? I figure it was just near, like, a plant or something, and these are three guys that stuck around. Or, okay. or maybe the only people that survived. So they're just the three freaks. It's not... <laughs> like it's that big a deal, though. But yeah, they're and they're just... played by, like, Diedrich Bader and Ryan Stiles and stuff. <laughs> Call them mockery. <laughs> people like that. Funny people. They gotta be funny. Or maybe like Anthony Anderson. There's all sorts of directions you can go in with the pals. There's lots of great comedic actors out there that would be good pals. Good freak pals. Just need some good TBS style buddies. <laughs> What's this uh, main guy uh, do for a living? You have to give that any thought? Well, I was thinking maybe it would be funny if he was also like involved in the government or law in some way. Um, so that he would always be like, you can't, get, you can't do this. But then maybe, maybe that's not the way to go. What do you guys think? 
Yeah, I just feel like that makes it too easy for the guy to, like, state his case to other people working at the government. Yeah, but it's also, like, more frustrating for him because he, like, has these well-thought-out arguments and then everyone's like, yeah, but the mayor said so. I don't really care. She's keeping the freaks out. (laughs) So the politicians are just, like, really stupid. Oh, yeah. Everyone in this whole town is really stupid except for... Uh, his mother-in-law, him, and, uh, and his wife, who, we don't know much about her, except that she's, like, I assume she's one of those characters who, like, just because she loves her mom so much, she can't see that that she's doing some fucked up stuff. She's just like, oh, come on, she's just, she's just playing games, she's just messing with you a little bit. You gotta have a good sense of humor about it. And then he's just like, no! She's ruining our lives! He's really over the top, this guy. Does he scream a lot? He screams, like, all of <laughs> Like, 50% of his lines, at least. <laughs> we need someone who can scream. Yeah, who's good at screaming? Hmm. Screaming. Are we looking for more of a straight man type? Or more of a comedian to play this? Well, game? I mean, obviously he's got to have some comedic chops, because he's got to make his suffering amusing and not <laughs> depressing. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. 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 How old? I was thinking fairly young. Fairly young. Okay. Um, that'll give us more room for the the casting of the mother-in-law. Okay. Um, it's hard. Like you don't want it to go too a list. You'll find that great middle range of actor. Not having a lot of luck on this list of top 100 comedian actors of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Has Mel Gibson on it. Let's see. What? what or maybe there's someone who's on. What? For what women want? What is he in a comedy? <laughs> Must be that. I guess. Great comedic acting. Hmm. Well, he's kind of old, but Luke Wilson's always good for mediocrity. I can't see him screaming. Can't see him screaming. I just okay. see him getting very exasperated. Oh come on! I mean, that's a different approach. Maybe that's better. I don't know. What do you think? What like? <laughs> Let's not just throw Luke Wilson out like he's nothing. Like obviously, if Luke Wilson approached us and he wanted to be part of this project, we're not we're not going to just say no. We're going to think about it. Okay. I can imagine Seth Green yelling a lot, but who wants to watch it again <laughs> by Seth Green? <laughs> Simon Pegg, if he's going to like make the the leap, the leap down, the leap down. <laughs> Or Jason Lee, if he's ready to go back to TV. He can scream pretty good. He screams at those chipmunks a lot in those movies. (laughs) He plays plays songwriter in this, too. The freaks are like his chipmunks. (laughs) So it's like another show about a band. Well, I mean, no, no, no. But, I mean, he could always be like... Maybe it's not his job, but he could always have musical aspirations that the mayor thinks are stupid and immature. Could just be one of the things that she hates about him. Okay. Maybe he has like a music store. That's alright. He can go there to scream. 
He's a screaming booth. He also has monologues in there where he talks to the camera. Ooh. Like Titus. Yeah. Um, I don't want these. <laughs> I'm okay, but keep those monologues out of here. I'm just throwing out ideas. Um, okay, so if it's... There's Jason Lee. That's a little older than I was thinking. Who who would be a good mother-in-law for Jason Lee? It's hard to think of women who haven't already, like, played angry women on TV, like Jane Kaczmarek. <laughs> Go Roseanne. <laughs> um, you could do... <laughs> Let me see. If, if we have, like, a 40-year-old lead it's got to be like someone who's in their 60s right yeah Ugh, that is tough isn't it all right i'm going to the database hopefully i don't find mel gibson on this list because <laughs> i don't think he's ready to mrs doubtfire it up <laughs> he could be in one episode as like the mayor's new boyfriend <laughs> he's like a killer <laughs> he's a violent criminal a good uh, sweet sweet episode. <laughs> you could do like Judy Dench, Betty White if she wants to get really bad. Kind of old to be a bear. So old. Since Sarandon, um, Glenn Close. I don't think we could get Glenn Cuss to do a, a sitcom at this point. <laughs> She's that Damages show. That was a TV show. She's on TV shows for comedies? Okay. Uh, I like do you think we could get Glenn Cuss? I mean, if you don't think so. Do you think we could get the Albert Knobs? <laughs> and featuring the Albert Knobs. I mean, it's tough. I kind of liked Roseanne. That sounded fun to me. I don't know if Glenn Close can... Can she be funny? <laughs> We're just going to find it. Is there anyone else like Roseanne? Can't be the only one of a kind. loud fat woman. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Kathy Bates. Yeah, I was gonna say Kathy Bates. She keeps pretty busy with American Horror Story. Yeah, that's a good choice, though. Um, what do you think, Nancy? <sighs> he lost the dress. Whatever. It's some older woman. Roseanne. Uh, a, Chris Christie. Roseanne? Roseanne's great. She's a funny lady uh, who will be great at ruining men's lives. Uh, that'll be some top-notch hilarity. That's the um, tagline. Is that, is that enough for a mayor of the bride? Should we cast the bride? She's not really important. She just be whoever. Whoever shows up. Cast an unknown. Okay. And the freaks. And the freaks. <laughs> and that could be any mix of like Anthony Anderson or people who've been on like that seventies show. Got or black whatever. Huh? Yeah, he's Anderson got that for the next four weeks, maybe. Tops. 
I do not see Blackers making an impact. So cutting edge. What what are we saying? Blacklist? (laughs) (laughs) There's a new show. I believe it's on ABC. It's called Blackish. Stars Anthony Anderson and Lawrence Fishburne. They're just like a family, I guess. Oh. And they're black. And and then they're just black. get okay. Just get Leon to be one of the freaks. Hell yeah. JD Smooth. Oh, I will totally watch it. That'd be great. He has like an arm coming out of his head. <laughs> it's like, oh man, it's like wobbling all over the place. It's like you can whack off with three different arms. <laughs> And he talks about it all the time. <laughs> yeah, but in vague enough terms, it's okay for primetime network yeah. TV. Sure. Because he could be, he could be like, "I'm gonna have a menage a trois." He's like, "I don't see anyone else." He's like, "Exactly." <laughs> yeah. I guess that means he's just gonna jerk himself off with three different hands. <laughs> Very athletic. Yeah. All right, let's vote. Um. So can we run down the titles again? There was the biggest winner. Winner, yeah. The biggest winner. Shades split. <laughs> and was it Mayor of the Bride? Mayor of the Bride. Mayor of the Bride. Okay. Gotta say and they're sp- all on Tuesday nights. <laughs> <laughs> what what network? Is this a lineup? ABC. This is the lineup. <laughs> I don't think so. I think Split sounds like a Fox show. Um, while the biggest winner, obviously, is NBC. Shades? That's CBS to me. Okay. Which I guess leaves ABC for Mayor of the Bride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's all about family. Yeah, that, all makes, that all makes a lot of sense. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Split. That's my favorite one. Not because of. Frank Caliendo. <laughs> I like the Frank Caliendo part. That was pretty good, but I, I feel like I missed most of it, so I have to go with uh, the biggest winner. Oh my goodness, I'm honored. Uh, I'm also going with uh, the biggest winner. Wow. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This <laughs> is too much on the line. <laughs> a billion dollars. <laughs> How could you not watch that? I mean, when Sean can so casually say buffet relay race, <laughs> the ideas just kept coming for what they could do. So I guess this week we peaked early, uh, but we'll, we'll get it back. We'll have another set of great ideas sometime down the line. Um, you can look us up on iTunes if you just search for Mildly Please or go to mildlyplease.com. That's our blog where we post about things. And um, that's that's it. Thanks for listening to Pitching Tense. We'll see you in the future. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Quite stylish. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Well, maybe. But I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those toss salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Thank you!